Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Our Homeschool History. Today is episode number five, and I've loosely entitled it, My Project Insanity and How I Discovered Dailies. So if this is your first time, welcome. I'm glad you're here, and I hope you'll join us for many, many, many more episodes. I am um, Donna Reish, a.k.a. Language Arts Lady, and I am going back in history, um, back to 39 years ago when we first began homeschooling my younger sister, hi, Kaylee, and our youngest, our oldest child at the time, our only child at the time, was one year old. And uh, so the first few episodes were how we got started homeschooling my younger sister and um, what it was like homeschooling with a toddler and how we worked him into the schedule and things like that. So this is going to be 38 years of homeschool history, what we did right, what we did wrong, what we later found out that we thought we were doing right, we were really doing wrong, and so on. So thank you for being here. Today, I'm going to expose some secrets about how I... um, discovered dailies and kind of what led to that, which is pretty embarrassing. But anyway, hopefully it'll help you see your situation and how you might improve it if you're having some of these same problems. So Joshua was one year old and my sister Lisa was in eighth grade and we were homeschooling her. And I had always been a big thinker, a big doer. You know, I had huge responsibilities ever since I was like 11 or 12 years old. My parents separated when I was 12 and um, my mom worked two jobs. So I took care of my siblings in the evenings and weekends uh, on the weekends that they weren't at my dad's. And uh, then um, I was always wanted to take on projects. Always, always, always. And so, you know, I would take on these big projects and student council. Um, when I was in teacher's college, I mean, if we were doing a project, that was the best thing in the world. Projects over test any day, right? Unless it involved laminating. And then my husband at the time, uh, my husband, who was my husband while we were married, while we were in college, um, had to help me with that. But I just loved endless projects. I mean, I just loved working on projects all the time. And a strange thing about people who really like working on projects is that they often do not enjoy regular things. So maybe you're like this, maybe you know people who are like this, who um, they always want to be doing something big. And uh, we can, as, as homemakers, we can really get into this rut. When I was, we were raising our kids on one income and I was staying home full time and I wasn't working any other jobs like I have for the last, you know, 20 years. But those first years when I, when I was, you know, just, just a homemaker and a homeschooler, you know, I was there all the time. Well, then that whole time management thing and like choosing what you're going to do each day, right, can really become overwhelming. We had so much help along the way. So much help. It was really uncanny when you think about the help that we had 38 years ago, 39 years ago to help us in our homeschool journey because you had, that just wasn't known. It just was not known. And um, it seemed to be non-existent, but yet it always found us. And so we had a lot of help and a lot of training um, in parenting and household management and um, homeschooling and so forth, a lot more than you would think 40 years ago, in spite of no internet, you know, all that kind of stuff. But 
I always wanted to do projects. I always wanted like some final outcome, you know, that they say, you know, vacuuming or cleaning your house with kids is like um, brushing your teeth while you eat Oreos, you know, that kind of thing. Well, that isn't what I liked. (laughs) I liked the projects. And um, my husband would come home uh, after work and I would have homeschooled Lisa that day and had Joshua all day too. And I would have just skipped the things that really needed done. And so the dishes were in the sink and maybe Joshua still had his pajamas on from that morning and I didn't have laundry done and you couldn't walk through the house because of all the toys and so forth. But I would take my husband by the hand and pull him into a room that I had organized shelving, a closet that I had just cleaned out. This was before Marie Kondo. This was before all of the organizational systems. I mean, I just made up my own systems. I remember getting baby wipe containers from all my friends and using those as toy containers. I remember... um, when I would organize toy shelves, I wouldn't just like put a tub or a box that I had laminated or that I had put contact paper on because we couldn't afford like all the tubs and the, and the storage solutions that we have today. I remember dividing Joshua's little animals up by jungle, farm, aquatic, um, uh, zoo, and so forth. Uh, and then when I organized his toy shelves with these boxes that I had covered with contact paper and these baby wipe containers, I would get little coloring pages, color the dolls or the trucks or whatever it was on these pages and cut them out and glue them onto cardstock and then laminate them and then push 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 pins I can't even believe I did this because I'm such a, a freak now about um pins and even Christmas tree ornament holders you know with the loveys and everything but I did used push pins in the bottom of all of the wooden shelves and I had made homemade toy labels I mean I was off the rails right and the problem was that I that Ray would come home and he would rescue me now that sounds wonderful, and it was wonderful, and it is wonderful to have that kind of husband. I mean, he rescues me all the time. <laughs> Even now, after 42 years of marriage, he still rescues me all the time. But the problem with that was that he would come home, and he would do dishes, or he would do laundry, or whatever needed done. Um, he, he was a servant all the time. He had always been a servant leader, um, and so he would rescue me. And so I was just stuck in this project systems, that kind of thing. Now, projects and systems were the very same things that later on down the road saved us in homeschooling seven kids for 32 years. But I was never wanting to do the daily ins and outs. Those were boring, right? And I always wanted to do projects. I wasn't lazy. I didn't um, necessarily waste time. I was very cognizant of time um, because I was a big thinker. So I'd always worked on so many projects. So I knew about time management a little bit, even as a 19 year old, which is pretty remarkable when you think about it. (laughs) But um, so I wasn't what you call lazy. I was just very particular about what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do. And I always wanted to do projects. And, you know, he would tell me, you know, he would say, you know, you're the closet lady. 
And I was like, what? You're the closet lady. You clean closets, but you don't clean the house. You know, you organize dishes and cupboards, but you don't do dishes. And, um, you know, you match up outfits and hang them on uh, coordinating hangers, but you don't do laundry. <laughs> so he called me a closet lady. And then I got a hold of a book that was called, that is called The Sidetracked Home Executives. You know how sometimes you just have a book in your life and it just sticks with you? Well, that was The Sidetracked Home Executives for me. So the uh, I uh, read this book called The Sidetracked Home Executives and it had this elaborate system which automatically caught my attention because the more elaborate the system, the better for me because bring give me a system, give me projects, give me index cards to make, give me pictures to cut out and glue onto things, then I am in my happy place. And it's even better if I can use, you know, like salmon tag, pay, tag board. I mean, it was just... Yeah, it was just a thing with me. But the one thing that this did teach me, it did teach me how to make these files and they have all your dailies and all your weeklies and how you divide everything up. And it taught me a lot about home management, actually. But the thing, the biggest thing and the best thing that I took away from the sidetracked home executives was the concept of dailies. And they talked in there about how if you do your dailies, then you'll have more time for projects. Well, that caught my attention, of course, because I wanted more time for projects, but I also didn't like living without dishes done and without laundry done and so forth. So I set out to do my dailies first. And um, this was before uh, we'd even gone to Greg Harris's workshops. And I have a lot to tell you about what we learned there about um, putting things into your day. This was even before that. And they taught me about dailies. And so we set out to make systems that included dailies first and foremost. And so you're, you're going to hear a lot about dailies in the next, you know, 40, 50, 60, 100 broadcasts. But uh, a small definition of that is something that needs done every day that you do habitually or as a routine. And so that for us became as we had more and more children and more and more work, it became dishes, laundry, and trash three times a day. I want to tell you more about that when we get to that. But in the meantime, this is how I learned about the dailies. Thanks for joining me. Join me for the next episode, which is um, episode number six. And it is about how we knew we wanted a character-based homeschool, even when Joshua was only one year old. If you're not already subscribed at iTunes or YouTube, you can find me there and all of these episodes there at Language Arts Lady Blog and also on Instagram. Thanks for joining me.